So we had the Chattanooga Challenge at Frost Stadium this past weekend as the UTC softball team opened up their 2021 regular season schedule with the team that they had last year full of seniors, full of promise, full of hope after winning the SOCON in 2019 and going to the NCAA tournament and the regionals. They were primed to make a run in 2020. Unfortunately, the pandemic happened. We've all been dealing with that. And so didn't get a chance to do what they wanted to do with that strong senior class there in 2020. But they come back in 2021. Unfortunately, a lot of those seniors that were there in 2020 weren't able to return. So it's a lot of fresh faces for this UTC softball program. Joining us now, as he's going to every single Monday here on The Word with G, I'm very happy that he's wanting to do this and talk about his program with me and with you. He is the head coach of the UTC softball team. In his 20th season, he's amassed over 1,100 victories in his career. The head softball coach, Frank rejoining us here on The Word with G on ESPN 105.1 The Zone. Coach, good afternoon. How are you? Hey, Greg. Uh, thanks for having me on. You know, we're doing good in this sunny day today, so uh, we always like to see that. That gives us some promise of spring, I think. Oh, yeah. Is it is it actually sunny now? It's sunny now. I can shoot inside. Yeah, it's, uh, it popped out you know, a few hours ago, so it, it looks nicer than it is. It's still a little windy, but I think by Wednesday we're supposed to do a uh, sort of a makeup game with UT Martin. I think it's supposed to be in the 70s, so oh, I'm looking forward to a day like that. Yeah, that's beautiful. softball with that. Kidding the football coaches having to go out in these early, they call spring, uh, spring football. And I said, you know, <laughs> they get a little feel for what we call spring sport. You know, uh, in softball, it's not much spring to it. But no, yeah, hopefully it will we'll get better soon. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully it will. Hopefully it'll start warming up here over the next couple of uh, days and weeks and whatnot. And I'm somebody who played baseball in upstate New York near the border of Canada. So I know how uh, about spring sports and it being cold. I saw a picture. <laughs> Today, my coach posted on social media of them plowing the turf field off so uh, spring sports can go out there and practice. <laughs> I can't even imagine. I tell anybody I don't want to go any further north than Chattanooga because the weather drastically changes, you know, just 100 miles up the road. So, uh, yeah, hey, uh, we're don't... probably in the ideal spot unless we could be down in, you know, in Florida somewhere. But uh, uh, hopefully it's going gonna, it's gonna to get better really quick. And uh, But, you know, we we got a great facility and, you know, it's, it's ready to go. Phil Cruz do a great job there. So uh, uh, no matter what the weather is, so you know we just uh, we try to put it all together. Beautiful. Well, hey, look, I'm I haven't been out to Frost Stadium yet, but I'm looking forward to getting out there. I I've seen pictures. It looks like a beautiful facility than and uh and uh and an atmosphere that you guys have created out there. I've, I've been talking to Corey. I'm going to try to get out there. Hopefully uh, this weekend, if not on Wednesday, because uh, I know as you mentioned, you guys have a makeup game against UT Martin coming up. But first and foremost, Coach. Just for my own benefit and, and for the listeners who maybe don't know the background of, of you, whether it be as a person or as a softball coach, tell us a little bit about your softball background and, and how you got into it and how you ended up landing here at UTC. Well, I started when I was a young boy following my dad around. He played for men's major fast pitch uh, company here called DuPont. I'm sure everybody's heard that. And Chattanooga was a big hot spot for men's softball. And so, I, you know, followed him around, uh, did that with, you know, traveling and playing all the great teams and then uh, got an opportunity to play a little bit myself and then uh, got back into it uh, when my uh, younger daughter played. She just, uh, she's uh, she's coached at Gordon Lee High School, just won her 11th 
state championship wow. down there. Uh, just uh, last, they play in the fall, by the way, which is great weather. Mm-hmm. And then uh, had a great, uh, you know, travel type to program that was successful. Got asked to help start a program at Chat State at the same time I was working in government. Uh, did that uh, both for 10 years. Uh, we went to seven uh, national championships in junior college there. And then in 2001, uh, I guess uh, my daughter was a senior at UTC, and I got invited to come over there and coach. Got to coach with her a year there, and uh, she was on my staff a year. She played for me a year and then was on my staff a year. And then uh, next thing I know, I look up, and it's been 20. <laughs> so, uh, you know, here I am. I, you know, I'm a fast-pitch guy. I'm not uh, – you know, I know you love baseball. I'm not that baseball guy. I played baseball, but mm-hmm. I'm not the baseball guy that transitioned over to fast pitch softball. You know, fast pitch softball has been my sport since I was, uh, you know, three or four years old. So uh, that's how I got there. That's very cool, Coach. Again, uh, Frank Reed, our, our guest here, UTC softball coach, hanging with us here on The Word with G. Let's talk a little bit about the season that wasn't last year. You guys were supposed to be very strong after winning the SoCon in 2019. You had a bunch of seniors coming back. You guys looked like you were going to be poised to make another run at that that thing and maybe get back to another regional. Uh, talk to me a little bit about how disappointing it was to have that season cut short last year and then having all of your seniors, or at least most of them, you know, a, a good portion of them, not be able to return here in 2021. Yeah, you know, last year we had the, the conference picture of the year in C.B. Hudson and the Conference Player of the Year and led the conference in hitting for the last three, her three years, three of her four years, uh, and Allie Walker and C.B. Hudson. And, of course, those kids were on our on our team last year. And, you know, we were down in Florida. You know, uh, you know, we just had had a really great practice playing Penn State the next day and, you know, got that phone call to come home. And, you know, here we go. And we think we're going to throw everything in the locker room and, you know, in a couple of weeks maybe we'll be back out there, you know, Six or seven, eight months later, we show back up, you know, and everything's sort of in disarray, and we're trying to put it all back together for for our 2021 season, and uh, you know, not not really knowing, you know, what what was going to come down the road. So, uh, and a little disappointed, you know, we had uh, uh, Allie Swinford was going to be our senior returner. You know, she won the conference championship in 19. She was the one on the mound that won that for us, and she had shoulder surgery, and then. Uh, you know, uh, Sadie uh, Hudson, who anticipated coming back, decided to to go into medical school. She, you know, really smart kid, wanted to do that, and and then we lost the transfer uh, uh, from uh, Tennessee, uh, Kaylee Phillips, uh, to a shoulder well, shoulder issue. So we're sort of back now, square one, trying to figure out how to <laughs> fit, these, fit these freshmen into the lineup, and uh, you know, keep them uh, pumped up and. And them understand the frustrations of being a freshman and how much different the game is from even travel ball or high school. And so that's you know that's sort of where we are. We we're gonna I think we're gonna take our lumps a little bit early. Uh, you know we expect that. You know I can remember I can remember uh, several years back had a new coach come in and we lost our first five. And I remember her saying I came here I thought we were gonna be a winning program. I said well you know it ain't nothing but a few wins won't fix <laughs> and we win our next twenty five. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, we'll we'll try to figure it out. It's really, you know, put it in perspective for me. This is just like practice games. You know, nothing yeah. counts till we start conference conference games. And so, you know, you know, if you're, it doesn't. I mean, it matters to us. You know, we want to have that winning. Uh, you know, going into going into that. But if we're if we're 500 team going into the conference, you know, and we're we're starting to put it together at that point, that's that's fine with me. You know, uh, and we're going to get some 
hopefully we're going to season some young kids early, and then uh, you know we got to shore up our pitching, or you know our pitching, John. Uh, we're uh, you know we're we've got to do that. We hit the ball pretty well this last weekend, uh, but our pitching, you know, uh, it's got to got to shore that up, and we were sporadic a little bit on defense. You know, I, I tell our kids there's three things you got to do to win. If you do two of those things well, you'll probably win. And, you know, it's your pitching, your hitting, and your defense. And uh, you know, the games that we won this weekend, we put those together. Uh, you know, and the, and the games that we lost this weekend, or the games that you know you could see, we we hit well, but we didn't pitch it or defense it well. You know, so uh, uh, just trying to find that consistency all across the board, I think, is going to be important for us. Yeah, that's what it's all about, it's Frank. Successful. Frank Reed again, our guest here, UTC softball coach, hanging with us here on the Word with the G. Before we get into the games from this past weekend or even about the uh, the newcomers that you guys have. Talk to me a little bit about, you mentioned pitching and how that's going to be so crucial for you guys and losing you know a, a good bit of your starters from the past couple of seasons. But you brought in a new pitching coach and Coach Tarango from uh, the University of Tennessee. Talk to me a little bit about uh, the impact of her and, and, and her first season and, and how she's kind of worked with uh, the, these, these pitchers and why you decided to kind of bring her in uh, to your staff for first year. Well, first and foremost, you know, I got to coach. I coached uh, three years with Team Mexico, uh, and Coach and Cheyenne was on that team, and so I got to know her there. And I just was, um, you know, really excited about you know, her work ethic and how she was the leader on that international team with some really, really great players across the country that came from programs, you know, like Arizona, Arizona State, you know, Oregon, and all those kids were, were you know, had the. Mexican heritage were able to play for Team Mexico, and I watched her with that group, and then uh, actually offered her this job uh, several times, uh, and then she decided she wanted to play, you know, overseas, mm-hmm. or she was playing professional last year, and uh, and uh, and with still with Team Mexico, so um, it's sort of a no-brainer for me to get her here, and you know, she has a lot of enthusiasm, loves the game, loves to teach the game, and so you know, she was the ideal fit for us to bring in and I knew she was good I mean I knew she'd be good for us and uh you know she's taken you know the challenge for her is to take a, a young staff with not a lot of experience and try to figure out how to how they're gonna you know put a winning combination together and uh you know and we saw we saw a little bit of that on you know on Saturday we went to and, and then we saw our, our people struggle a little bit you know just telling her you know it's it, we're gonna have that early and let's try to figure out but she she brings a lot to the table you know she was also a uh she played defense, uh, uh, you know, she's a first baseman corner player. She can pitch, she can, and she hit for Team Mexico as well. So, you know, she can help us in other areas with, uh, you know, help with Coach Kilgore with our hitting or our infielders or outfielders. She's a first baseman. So we've, we're new over there. We're, we don't have a lot of experience there, so she's helped some there too. And so she's bringing a lot to the table. We just got to, you know, keep it positive and, and, and figure it out. No doubt about it, and that's uh, that, that's what you have to do it in terms of uh, building a young uh, staff and, and bringing in new coaches and things like that. And uh, speaking of that, you, you mentioned while we're on the pitchers, let's talk a little bit about some of the young pitchers you have. And I, I don't know if I'm going to mispronounce her name or not, but Brooke Perot. Perot? Is that how you say it? Parrot. Oh, it's Parrot. See, like I, I came from, from Cajun country where everything's Perot or Terrio <laughs> or Richard, so now I'm all screwed up. Well, we make we make a color of that you know we could call her the 
the Cajun name if she doesn't win, we'll call her a record name if she's a winner. So we, don't, we think I think we got two. So. There you go. Well, yeah, talk to me a little bit about Chattanooga State's uh, Brooke Parrott and and some of the other young pitchers that you have, and and that Coach Tarango is going to have to try to wrangle in here and try to get on the same page as you guys continue to to move forward in this 2021 season. Okay. Well, Brooke, uh, the Chattanooga girl, uh, signed Division One with Tennessee Tech back in the day. Uh, I'm not sure all that went on with her coming back home, but she did and played at Chattanooga State, which, uh, you know, she anchored their pitching staff there. Uh, you know, we needed that uh, experience. And so, you know, especially when we knew that uh, uh, Alice Winford wasn't coming back. So we, we got Brooke to come over and uh, she's, you know, she's got to be our, she needs to be or got to be our anchor there. So she has that experience. She was, you know, definitely a, uh, a kid that got recruited a lot of different places, you know, out of high school her summer program. So uh, uh, just getting her back, you know, from junior college to this, to this level of play, you know, we, she's, she works very hard. We just, you know, we, we got to make some move, move her in the right direction there. And um, we're excited about having her. Uh, we've got Kat Thompson, who's a sophomore. She, she returned uh, back into the game from, from injuries uh, uh, early in when she was being recruited she actually pitched very well for us this weekend. I think she probably uh, maybe had actually done the, the best job for us on the mound. But we got some young kids, you know, and uh, uh, I'm trying to look down my list. Uh, uh, Hannah, Hannah Woods is a, you know going to be a junior for us, but hasn't had much time on the mound. Yeah. Uh, and she's plays first base. So Hannah is, uh, is you know, uh, She's a big kid. Uh, we just got to figure out how we're going to use her. But she's she looks good and she looks good at work, working in the bullpen and stuff. She just got to take that same game, you know, onto the field. And then we got Reagan Lowry and Callie Coffin, both freshmen. Uh, you know, they need to. They you know they got some moments this weekend. Uh, Reagan looked really good. Callie did as well. Uh, just you know, having five, we got to figure out, figure out uh, who who complements who if we're coming out of the bullpen. And so. Uh, uh, you know, we're still trying to find those combinations. And then uh, Brooke, uh, Brooke Sadith, a pitcher, she's a sophomore from last year. She played some first base as well. Uh, she's an unusual pitcher in that she's a sort of more of a jump ball pitcher. Struggling a little bit last year with just throwing the junk. I mean, she could throw it, but just spotting it. I've done a better job this year. She's competent. She compliments Brooke uh, Parrott very well because Brooke's a lot of harder thrower. So, uh, you know, all those five kids, you know, we've got we've got to figure out how we can – we can put a, a staff out there and win, or if we can put one or two out there and win, we just got to figure out, uh, you know, how we're going to do that. Looking at stats early today, uh, you know, we got one of the ways we, one of the places we got to get better is first pitch strikes. Uh, we struggle with that a little bit. We walk too many people, especially leadoff hitters. Uh, that's that's a combination that is deadly. You know, oh, if yeah. you're walking a leadoff hitter, you can't do that. So uh, I anticipate that's going to get better this week uh and uh we'll see some improvement there frank reed head coach of the utc softball program hanging with us here on the word with g nice enough to give us uh, some some minutes here on a monday every uh every monday throughout the regular season which is awesome looking forward to, to getting to know coach in the program and and all that stuff and this is something interesting as you're sitting there and you're talking to me about the pitching staff and a lot of things that you you know a lot of the players that you have and two things kind of spoke to me there is one it seems like there is a lot of open competition. It seems like there's a lot of girls that, that have a chance to really 
show you and the rest of the coaching staff, hey, this is an opportunity. I'm going to try, try to take as full advantage of it as I possibly can. And two, I talked to uh, Blythe Golden, the, the, the head coach over at uh, Chattanooga State, and she talked to me about pitching staffs and how softball always used to just be, you know, staffs were just like one or two arms that you had and you threw them out there all the time, all the time, all the time. Now it seems like softball is going to more of, as you alluded to, a staff mentality, sort of like with baseball. So the st- why don't you touch on the staff thing with, with softball? Are you kind of seeing it go that way as well? And, and second, just an opportunity that a lot of these girls have to really compete and really step forward and, and take a step here this season. Yeah, and I think you're seeing a little bit more of that with the staff. I've, I've sort of always had that mentality, but I just never always had the, the, the staff to say to put to, yeah. that to good use. But I think what you see, what you actually see now, is you'll see that staff mentality, uh, and you'll see them use the that midweek kid. You know, she's my midweek girl that we're going to go to. Uh, she she's going to compliment this one. But then when you get down to crunch time, a lot of coaches they built that staff, but they then really don't have that confidence to me feel like that that staff can win them in big situations. So what you're seeing, what I'm seeing, is you get into regionals, you get into supers, super regionals, and especially in the College World Series, you're seeing that one kid, that one kid, or maybe that I call it a half, one and a half, you got that half pitcher, you call it, <laughs> consider she can help you some. Yeah. So you consider that one kid or one and a half pitchers that go in there and you're seeing them get the ball every time. Uh, you know, I have mixed emotions about that. I really feel like that if softball wants to move in a, in a really positive direction, I think from the pitching side of it that we need to go to uh, more of a staff situation. And I know you're, I know in, in college ball and especially high school stuff, you know, baseball are limited innings. And, you know, we do pitch counts and we look at those things and, you know, we know about how far we we want to take somebody, but still, you know, the, the tendency for most coaches is they don't have the confidence in that second or third, especially that third or maybe that fourth pitcher. Uh, as they would in their and so they'd rather they'll say they'll tell you that my number one tired is better than my number four fresh. Yeah. And so uh, you know we we got to get off that mentality a little mm-hmm. bit I think. And and uh, uh, but I don't know if that's going to come any you know anytime soon. But I, I see us moving in that direction and hopefully. In the next three to five years, you'll see more of a staff combination with some of the bigger teams as well. Very interesting. Yeah, and when she had mentioned it, Blythe did to me. I I found that very interesting because like that's how I grew up and knowing softball was was sort of the hey you got a couple of pitchers here one or two and you know you you throw them out there every single game you got the more natural arm motion in the underhand uh, rather than the overhand so it would sort of make sense at that point. But let's talk a little bit more in depth about this weekend. I know you talked about how there's a bunch of growing pains and. You're kind of just working through some stuff here early in the season with a lot of new girls and young girls and things like that. You guys went two and three. And um, so I guess I was just wondering, you know, and you mentioned the errors and whatnot, 13 and five games, obviously not ideal, although you were able to win that in crazy Indiana State game on Saturday, 16 to 11. And, and I was paying attention to that one online throughout the day. And, you know, it was really back and forth. You guys committed six errors in that game, but still ended up winning. So that was good. Um, just, I guess, what's your view as a whole on this weekend? Well, obviously, you know, you, the Indiana State, the win was not, you know, the typical win that you would want to see. And, you know, what I saw out of that game was, was the, you know, the fight that our kids had uh, not willing to give up. And we talked about that when we got behind in that game. And, of course, they come back and had a big inning and put some runs on the board and was able to solidify that. But I told them, you know, even there we hit well, 
we pitched well enough to win. Our defense obviously got us in trouble with the errors. And so, you know, I said, you know, you got to do two of the three things well. And we talked about it. So you hit well and you pitched well. We did enough of, of that to offset the bad defense. You know, ideally you want to do all three things well. But uh, and so, and we talked about that going into Sunday's game. You know, playing the playing the, the same team in, in Kennesaw that we just played a solid game with on Saturday, and then we looked nothing like the same team. Uh, you know, we we appeared on the surface to look like we were ready to play. You know, they were excited about the you know better day. To, you know, as far as weather and we you know moving forward in that direction, but we didn't come out with that same spark that we had on Saturday. I, I didn't feel like. Uh, and then when we got a little bit down, we, we didn't seem to have that spark to come back, and which we could have, I felt like. But, uh, you know, when uh, you're struggling, especially from the mound, you struggle there, you know, that bleeds over into your defense and bleeds over into your offense. You know, we they hit a, a first-in home run and went up to nothing on us. We come back and hit a first-in home run, and we tied it at two. You know, that's to me, should have been enough, you know, fire in the belly, I guess, to say to uh, – to push us through the rest of the game, especially when we're on our home field. Uh, but, uh, you know, it didn't happen. You know, I, I hated the way it turned out, you know, but I, I like the way that we came back on Saturday. We could have easily laid down and, and then played the, you know, playing Indiana State and some of those others again on the on Saturday. We could have easily laid down and, and, and not, uh, you know, come back. But we didn't do that. Uh, so that shows me a lot of positivity there. But uh, you just got to figure out, you know, when we make that mistake, how we, you know, we flush it and we move on and uh, not let that happen to us again. Again, Frank Reed, again, our guest here uh, on The Word with GUTC head softball coach. Uh, just two more before I let you go, coach. First and foremost, Corey was telling me a little bit about the up-the-middle combination that you guys have that is probably one of the most solid that you've had in the young player in, in, in Kaylee Snell and then the other one, the uh, junior SOCON preseason player of the year, Emily Culthorp. Culthorp. There Culthorp. we go. See, I'm, I'm still getting used to some of these names, but I guess just talk about the the solid combination up the middle and what those two players bring to your lineup, along with uh, Courtney Ball, who uh, another freshman, one of the bright spots this weekend, who had a strong showing. Yeah, well, you know, when you've got a kid that you know preseason all conference, I'm sure they picked her as a shortstop. I just it says middle infield, you know, and uh, she was leading the conference coming out of the out of the 20 season. I think she was hitting four or 15 or something like that. You know, and she's been solidified as that shortstop. She beat a, she beat a strong, uh, a middle infielder out for as a freshman year to take over that position. So I think the conference is going to be shocked a little bit when they see that she's not at shortstop, that we moved her to second, and that doesn't take anything away from her. She's still a great shortstop. She uh, adds a lot to you know what we what we've done there. But moving her to second uh, <clears throat> gives us. A chance to play this freshman, you know, Kelly Snell, uh, who has the same abilities that uh, Emily does. You know, uh, gets to the ball, moves, does everything that we need her to do at shortstop. Has a little stronger arm, and so we're trying to to utilize her strength in her arm. Where Emily goes in the hole, makes the play. Uh, Kaylee goes in the hole, and she makes the play a little quicker. Just, you know, not enough that you could probably measure if you were looking at her. Uh, you know, if you were standing in the stands and watching that, yeah. And so, uh, you know, she was willing to go over to second to help the team. I could have moved, I could have started Kaylee there, but she has probably one of the better arms on the team. So I wanted to utilize that as short. 
So it's a great combination of players. I like to see them turn the double play and work together there. Uh, she, uh, they're going to be. It's going to be the best middle in our conference for sure, and maybe one of the top middles, you know, especially in the region or maybe in the country. So uh, I'm excited about to see how they're going to how they're going to work out. And going back to Courtney, Courtney, uh, we've uh, moved her around. Didn't really know where to play her. We just uh, put her, uh, you know, at the corner where she's played before, and you know, and she just stepped up. I think she had six something for the weekend, and you know, hit a home run there. You know. What impressed me with her is, you know, her ability to read a play and and understand that maybe she has another option on a, on a play and she understands that and makes it. But also offensively, she gets one out to left center field, and then later on, I think maybe the next day, I'm not sure. I have to look back, but then she gets in a situation where they throw her out, trying to keep her away, turning on a pitch, and she takes it, smokes it down the line, right on the foul line, and hits a you know hits a triple. Wow. So uh, you know that's the the things that we're looking for. I don't know that she's going to be the kid that's going to hit us 15 home runs, but she's going to hit us six or seven. And I think be, you know, in situations where we really need her. And, uh, and I, the biggest thing I like about her is she will get in your face. I'll say yes. move up and she'll say how close. <laughs> and, you know, that's a big, that's a big challenge for yeah. the better players. We've had a few of those third basemen, um, uh, that would do that. Uh, Tiffany Baker, Back years ago, she was a East Ridge kid that you wouldn't know that area, but she would. She was one of those. Sarah Beth Roberts, another one that was our third baseman. They didn't care. Just how close do you want me to go, coach? You know, and these, you know, you're trying to. These slappers are trying to trick you a little bit, slap it, lay it down, and they can also drive it. But uh, you know, she's willing to do that and make that make that adjustment at third. So. Hopefully the future's bright for her. Uh, you know, she'll build off this weekend and do great things for us. Yeah, definitely. That's a good good start for her and her collegiate career. And I guess last one for you is just uh, with this game coming up on Wednesday against UT Martin, you guys are going to stick at home for a while here, and I'm sure that's got to be nice for a young ball club to just be at home and kind of get their feet wet a little bit here. You, I guess what are you looking forward to against UT Martin and then this weekend when you guys have the Frost Classic where you're going to be facing Tennessee Tech twice and Evansville twice? Well, you know, the, the we haven't had a chance to really look at Martin's scouting report. Coach Kilgore is working on that today mm-hmm. as we speak. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, you know, we've got a, we're going to have a beautiful day at home. It's going to be a you know a night game. Uh, give us a chance to experience that a little bit. And uh, I'd like to say, being a night game, at seven o'clock, you draw a lot of people to come out and watch us play because of the weather. But obviously, that's not going to happen maybe till on into March. But uh, uh, yeah, we're excited about that. And then. Uh, the Evansville and the Tennessee Tech, we've been trying to get that things going. The weather's not looking as good as it is for Wednesday. But both of those bring solid. I was looking at Tennessee Tech's uh, uh, one loss this morning. Uh, they beat some pretty solid teams early in. And so uh, I'm sure they're going to, you know, they're not far from home here. And I'm sure they're going to bring a good team to the plate. And Evansville always is a pretty strong softball team. Uh, they've been down to several of our tournaments. Uh, haven't really delved into their uh, – into their scouting reports as much as I have since I've, since we got games before them. But uh, it should be a good weekend, and just hopefully we can hold the rain. The weather's going to be uh, – the, the temperatures are going to be good. Uh, we just need to, you know, just bounce them in between the rain showers, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's always important when we play those outdoor sports. Coach uh, Frank Martin has been – excuse me, Frank Reed has been our guest here. UTC softball coach in his 20th season with over a 1,000 career victories, and you'll hear him every single Monday here 
on the word with G coach. I appreciate you giving us a little extra time today. Just want to give uh, get a little background on you and um, we'll be a little quicker for you in weeks coming when we just talk uh, strictly what's going on softball wise, but I appreciate you giving us a little time here on the word with G and agreeing to do this every Monday. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about doing it as well. Uh, and I don't mind taking the time to you know do that. We know we got a lot of people out there that support us. It's good to be able to tell them a little bit more from my inside of what's going on in the in UTC softball world.